Hello, and welcome to this final boss fight audio podcast for Spelljammer Academy. My name is Sean, and I play Gleeblax, the chaotic plasmoid monk in this game. While we take on new threats and learn the secrets of Spelljamming at Spelljammer Academy, I welcome you to this audio-only version of the adventure. If you want to tune into our adventures on Twitch, we stream this game every other Monday, with replays hitting YouTube a few weeks later. With all that said, let's jump into this adventure on the mysterious island off the Sword Coast. Hello! Hello, 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 and welcome to this uh, final boss fight stream with Clappy Von Trapp and... Hello! Sean. Hello! And Eloise. Maybe. Who is muted. Sorry. Hi. <laughs> Eloise, who was probably coughing... I've said such a nice hello as well. <laughs> and Sean. Oh, hi, I didn't see you there. <laughs> and Tani. And we are here to play some more D&D uh, Spelljammer Academy times. Uh, previously, uh, actually, does one of you guys want to do the recap? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, I, I ask I a question. Was, I believe that was a volunteer there. <laughs> I'll ask a question, and I guess you get that many responses. Sure. Uh, you actually got responses. Like this is good going. <laughs> I mean, I I got responses. I'm I'm not debating that I didn't get responses. Just yeah. Uh, anyway. Last time, you guys uh, dealt with the orientation at Spelljammer Academy. You uh, dealt with your first encounter on the simulator. Um, you travelled around and got to know the different areas of the academy as you completed the little tasks that were given to you. Uh... Zek, you've started to learn the basics of being a spell jammer. Yep. The rest of you got a chance to pick up some weaponry. You got a chance to meet some of the people you're going to be sharing rooms with and uh, some of the facilities at Spelljammer Academy alongside the... Um, can't think of last thing alongside doing and uh, an obstacle course that all of you found passable eventually eventually we got there in the end no problem at all um having completed the the standard lists of tasks uh that were put forward to all uh students on their orientation you were tasked with one final thing from Bosun Tarto, who asked you to deliver a package to Mert the Merciless, or Mert the Moneylender, or the Old Wolf, depending on who you're talking to. Uh, a delivery had arrived for him, a crate uh, that you were given to take up to Mert's room as he had been uh, entertaining dignitaries the night before and was a little bit worse for wear uh, incredibly hungover the day after 
you bought the crate in, and out of it burst a number of small uh, cat-like spider creatures whom you very quickly dealt with after they also knocked some of you out cold. Um, I did fall over. Can confirm. Thank God for that wardrobe. Mert used his magical wardrobe to restore those of you that did go unconscious uh, as it was useful magic item that happened to be around. Um, they also came out looking fabulous. They also did come out looking fabulous in a very impressive dress uniform. Um, so that's nice too. But now it is time to continue your Spelljammer Academy experience because today is the day. It's the official start of your Academy training. Fresh from orientation, you and your crewmates are to report to Sayaf Azeban. Uh, Abizen, there we go, that's the right way round of those letters, uh, the Spelljammer training officer. But before you head out, you have your first stop in the Academy Refractory for a hearty breakfast. Hooray! Uh, the Refractory is a large communal dining hall with a patio found on the cadet level. It is well lit with a dozen blue glowing orbs attached to bronze-coloured rods in the ceiling. Uh, an L-shaped counter to the northwest is covered with small tools, contraptions, and alchemical tubes and containers. Uh, and behind the counter is a door that bears the sign, Staff Only. And as you enter the... Uh, as you enter the refractory area, you spy Petty Officer Winston Ryback, who I believe is a new character you've not met before. I believe you are correct there. Yes, this is a new character because I can see that you don't have his entry in the book of important NPCs. So let me fix that by uh, one switching the stream over so they get to see um, but also sharing with you Petty Officer Winston Ryback is a muscular gif who is in charge of food service at the academy and on the rare occasion he goes out on a ship like anyone who runs a respectable galley he's a staunch believer in the four basic food groups beans, bacon, whiskey and lard seems legit a Treasure Planet reference. Uh, yeah, I was, was going to say. <laughs> You'd love yeah. to see it. Correction, actually, that's not... That, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's an Atlantis reference. He's brash and gives oh, yeah. bear hugs... Sorry, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. He's brash and gives bear hugs so good that you think he might break a rib. But in a good way. Thank you for the follow, Rosie Dave. Welcome to the final boss fight party. Take up your sword and let's take this final boss fight on together. Uh, Petty Officer Winston Ryback's grey skin is usually coated with a light sheen of sweat because damn kitchens are hot. Thanks. Uh, so, does he often have like a Diet Coke when there's like a Woman. It's slow, slow motion. Yeah. 
no, no, he doesn't. He doesn't look the sort of person that that. As, as he as he slowly removes, <laughs> showing his blubbery. <laughs> um, he you is. All, you all want to see it. You know you do. <laughs> Uh, he is currently behind the counter serving up meals for everybody who wants food, which I assume is all of you as well. Yeah, I can eat. Yeah. Uh, there are about a dozen other cadets in the refectory, sort of sat at various tables around the room in... You know, some in threes, some in twos. Uh, there is one table with uh, one person who is eating alone on it. Uh, his head deep in a book. Um, I accidentally just closed uh, my game, so sorry about <laughs> that. One second. Um... But yeah, there are sort of groups of people around, uh, you know, a, a mix of races of, of you know, some gif here and some thracreen there and some ordinary humans in places and, and not many or not any other in this room at this moment any other plasmoids? Uh, <laughs> um, Not that you know of. They might just be in a really flat. Yeah, <laughs> sunk <laughs> into a chair. Just hanging out in the buckets. All of them have seen the staff-only door and have proceeded to squidge underneath the door. <laughs> <laughs> um... As as you enter, some of the uh, GIF look round and see you, and you can see like murmuring starting amongst that group of people on that table. Um, hmm. Uh. Rybeck uh Hoomst goes up to the counter first. Who is who is the first in line? Uh yeah, I can. Uh he looks at you, Ryback looks at you. Beans or meat? Uh beans, please. He opens a um, what they call chafing dish. Yep. Scoops out a a stack of what look like uh, beans held together with sticky starches. Sit down onto a tray and hands it to you. Shuffle alone. I got, I got my beans. I got my beans. I got my beans. 
you know that this is uh, one of Ryback's signature dishes, although he has never actually named it. Uh, most of to affectionately call it stacko beans. Well, most of the cadets have given it the name, have resorted to calling it gunpowder chowder. <laughs> I think we all know why. Yes, indeed. Uh, whom, whomst is next in the line? Oh, I'll go next. Oh. And that, no, Lady D, after you, please. Oh. Fight for it. <laughs> well, we know who's, who's going to win that fight. <laughs> <laughs> They dark. They dark's too nice. Meat or beans? Meat, please. He pulls open a different chafing dish, pulls out a very similarly coloured pile of deep fried meat, splats it down onto a tray and hands it to you. Meat or beans? Meat, please. Same chafing dish. Same plop of meat. Cheers. Meat or beans? Well, don't all rush at once. Which one of you wants? <laughs> you want meat or beans? Well, ladies first. Well... Meat before and hurry up before I think about it too much. <laughs> Splats it down onto the plate and hands it to you. Charming. Your ladyship. <laughs> Just imagine he pulls out a sprig of thyme and puts it on. <laughs> <laughs> Meat or beans? Both. Okay. Adar <laughs> kind of sees this and is like, no, we could get both. He gives you a half portion of each. You don't want both. <laughs> uh, there aren't, there aren't, as you turn with your trays, any empty tables. Uh, but the, the person with his head piled in his uh, head buried in his books looks up as he hears Rybeck serving up your plates and sort of waves for you to join him you guys reckon we should go sit with this guy yeah I'm up for that I don't know he looks like a square I suppose it would be rude not to at this point do you turn to that square saying that yeah, the head, just, just my head, and a little bit, little bit cuboid. <laughs> so do you, Blue Black. I mean, he did wave us over. He was nice enough to invite us, so I think we should probably go. Fine, let's go to the unpopular one! And proceed to walk. <laughs> <laughs> he just screams really loudly, and everyone yeah, kind of looks over not, like... I've not, been, I've not whispered that. <laughs> <laughs> As we get over there and sit down, Thedark just kind of looks at him and is like, sorry about him. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's okay. Uh, hi, my name is uh, Mikan. Nice to meet you, Mikan. Mikan Haverstance. Pleased to meet you. 
My name so. is Thedark. Thedark Anali. Zach. Oh, that's weird. What? I heard you in my head. It's just how it works. Huh. So you can understand. He pulls out a uh, battered pocket notebook and just starts scribbling away in it. Fascinating. It's very interesting. Yes. Um... Starting out new as well today, are you? First day. Yeah, same. Same. <sighs> so where, where are you from, originally? I... Uh, originally, uh, Waterdeep. Uh, but... Uh, I'd like to be a, a, a I'd like to be a spell jammer. But I, I I'm I'm starting to have second thoughts, you know. Why is that? The course. It was the obstacle course, wasn't it? it me <laughs> I n- no. Oh. I <laughs> I've been avoiding uh, avoiding my other classmates the hoping that I can focus and and get on with it but uh It's difficult. I spent many years alone out in the woods. It's definitely weird coming back into society. If you call this society at all. Okay. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> You've eating in silence. <laughs> you've uh, relied on yourself in the wilderness for some time, they dark. Yeah, I uh, I grew up um, I grew up in high society, and when I kind of came of age, I decided that. People just weren't really my thing, so I, I left and stayed in the woods, becoming one with nature. But it gets boring on your own after a while. That's why I came here, to try to make some new connections and just to see what's out there. I mean, if you have you heard what they're saying they're going to do today, there's... Two groups of us starting 
they're going to make it a a competitive training exercise on the simulation deck. My only advice for you now is just to give it the best you've got. Could you roll me a persuasion check? Sure. That is a 14. Fabulous. He starts to perk up a bit, and he tucks into some gunpowder chowder of his own. Not yours, that would be weird. Uh, <laughs> 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 Are you going to eat that? Tanny. Yeah? As, as uh, Lady D is, I'm assuming, sitting at this table with everybody and eating their food. Um... One of the gif that you saw started muttering when you came in. <coughs> Gets up with their tray and goes to, like, return it to the the tray stand. And just walks... Into your back. Like, shove me? Like, you could think that they were accidentally, like, a little bit too close. Until what's left of their drink pours off of their tray and onto your back. Oh, oh I'm sorry. It, it is quite alright. It's an accident. Just be very careful next time. Yeah. Do we... Do we do we all yeah. do we all see this? Yeah. Oh, it's it's. I was going to say. But, oh Jesus! You you definitely notice this happening? Yes. I'm inside him to see if it's an accident or if he did that deliberately. It, it, most likely he has. But... Uh, one second. I will also insight. Uh, if I can find it. There it oh, is. The Game Master's private rolling play. I wonder what it could be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not very perceptive. <laughs> You're very taken with breakfast. <laughs> yeah. You've taken a spoonful of the gunpowder chowder and go, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> what isn't this? Because it's just a mix of everything. Um, you all look round and you are fairly confident that this was an accident Um, fairly confident can I um, at least try yeah insight check my insight is like one ain't gonna fuck it uh, Give it a go. You might you can do better than all. No, <laughs> so close. You totally believe him. <laughs> he. I don't know. Gleeback. just tempted to bitch slap him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's going to resist. He is far too busy. 
raises a hand, puts other hand on hand, and puts it back on table. <laughs> just like he goes to do, it. he goes to do it. He like brings his hand back. No, <laughs> not today. Soon. He, he he puts his arm back, and then he goes, and then it just darts to a like grabs a pile, like a like say a handful, a pseudopod full of gunpowder chowder and shoves it into his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Where, 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 where it hangs there for a while. Who, who here has seen the latest Ant-Man film? It's going to be no one, isn't it? No, no one. No. no. Damn it. <laughs> well, there's a reference there for anybody who has seen it. That, that You're all knowing what I'm thinking now. Um, but I won't say it because these guys haven't seen it and it won't make any sense to them but we're on the same wavelength people who have seen that film uh, but anyway um, Zek yep. you're, you're perceptive someone's going to lob their lunch at you now <laughs> you're, you're yes. pretty perceptive uh, I can I can tell this because I've got your passive perceptions written down on the screen for me, which is very useful. Yes. Thank you for that extension, uh, Mister Monk person who writes extensions for uh, Foundry. Um, you notice that one after pushing past, uh, bumping into Lady Delilah, that gift goes and puts his tray back. Uh, on the tray return and like deals with his stuff and then goes back to the other gift that he was eating with and they both leave and they the other gift who didn't bump into Lady Delilah chuckles not loudly but noticeably as he leaves the room and the door sort of swings behind him I don't think that was an accident, or at least it amused the other one. You also notice, Zach, and whether you share this bit with the rest of the class, uh, you notice that a Thracreen member of the one of the other tables has gone and started chittering to another Thracreen who was initially sat at a different table. They have now sat at the same table, are talking and one of them just, like, the one that was sat at the table to begin with looks up at you, sees that you've seen it, and looks back down again. Um, I should probably just have, like, a bit of a sigh and then just go back to breakfast. If, if people want to try and perceive that as something, they're welcome to. Um, but she doesn't make a big thing out of it. I think uh, Adar's just absolutely amazed at the uh, gunpowder chatter. He loves it. <laughs> Le- um, Delilah's trying to like pat herself dry, a lot of tissues and everything. Pat herself dry. Well, I like a... I, I can help. Envelop. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> It's... I just feel like Fiora's just like every time 
probably like does something. She just kind of looks really concerned <laughs> and like kind of afraid. Like you. What? <laughs> Nothing. Fedark sees Glee Black's envelop Lady D and kind of looks over after he like unenvelops her and just brushes off her shoulder. He he left some behind. <laughs> I'm rather put off my breakfast. Why? Proceeds to shove the meat into his head. <laughs> <laughs> no reason. Hello, Atomic Haggis. That's a Poor name. That's a name. I that know that name. person. <laughs> yeah. Um. After breakfast, you arrive with another squad of six cadets at the uh, simulation chamber. Um, the other squad of six includes uh, Mick and Haverstance, uh, who's actually... I'm going to share his NPC information with you now. Ooh. Ooh. Meeting all the people. Yeah, uh, so popular. Heckin' popular. 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 No, that is, that is Boatswain Tauto. Let's... Let's go to Micken. There you go. Oh, he uh, This is Micken. Uh, he, as you've possibly noticed, uh, constantly worries about whether he has the right skills to graduate the academy. When his nose isn't buried in a technical manual, he's scribbling mathematical and arcane equations in a battered pocket notebook that he always keeps on his person. He has light olive skin, dark brown hair, and short disheveled... Dark brown eyes and short disheveled shovel ship messy hair. Framing a round Please. face. He is wearing the same colour uniform as you guys. Cool. Um All of you gather round in the main hall where today's training officers uh, Seath Abizin and Bosun Tato stand waiting. Uh, Seath scans the congregation with his silver eyes. Their stern gaze shifts to a wide grin. Well, this is going to be fun. Tato steps forward. Welcome, recruits. We are going to be splitting you into two teams. Testing each of your skills and talents. The exercise is also a friendly competition between the two teams. With each squad earning points that will be tracked and recorded by the observing officers. That's myself and Seath. Uh, Tarto steps back and Seath steps forward. Each team of cadets must assign the crew roles to its members. This training exercise has two optional roles and one mandatory role. The optional roles are captain and shipmate. And the one mandatory role is the spell jammer themselves. A team can have multiple shipmates, but only one captain and only one spell jammer. <laughs> it's 
It doesn't actually mention that in the book, but it felt like he would do that laugh at the end. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so I am going to now show you the Know Your Role um, uh, handout. These are the roles. Uh, As a captain, the team member who assumes this role is expected to give orders to the other crew members, who in turn are expected to do those things. Um, Ideally, you want your captain to be intuitive, sensible, fair-minded, and decisive. This is a good role for someone who is high in wisdom or charisma. Uh, The Spelljammer is a mandatory position because your ship needs a Spelljammer. This is a role that must be filled by a Spellcaster. And then the Shipmate is everyone else. So, talk Does amongst. That mean I'm the only option for Spelljammer? Technically, you and. Mm, not Was anymore. Clappy as well. Clappy, Clappy is now a spellcaster. Let's go. I do so, have some spells up my sleeve. But, Zach, I think you should take the uh, helm, so to speak. I'm going to say, alternatively, I do have wisdom. <laughs> I don't know what other people's wonder. I feel like... I feel like Fjord kind of wants to assume the captain role. You've got charisma for days, haven't you? 18 charisma, yes. Oh, yeah. I think she would just kind of... She would just kind of assume it without anyone, like, talking about it. She's just like, okay, I'm captain. This is not debatable. Bye. Mutiny! (laughs) (laughs) Shut it, goo man. Who's Goo Man? Never mind. Who's Goo Man? My name is Lee Brown. Yeah, Thodark, if you if you want to have a go. Oh no. I I think Thodark would definitely be a shipmate. For sure. Especially given his uh, given his um, He's kind of out of his element right now, so I think he would just kind of sink into the shipmate role. He's he's new to like the spell casting things. He's like, oh no, exactly. You should do it. Okay, I can do that. Do it. I say I can do that. I can give it a good go. <laughs> uh, I That's can definitely the roll the things that are required. <laughs> Question mark. Uh, Tani, did you have something you wanted to say there? No. The lion's like pretty happy of where whoever, as long as she's able to hit things and able to. Okay. Uh, Sayoff will step back and uh, after a long pull on her cigar, Bosentato surveys. U6 and the other six 
Uh, each crew is to navigate their ship through a debris field on the outskirts of Collier, a sodding big gas giant. There you are to salvage the captain's logbook from the wreckage of an abandoned ship, then return to your starting point with your own ship intact. Tardo levels a steely eye and says with a glare, Intact. Not first. Get the mission done well, not quick. Okay. I think we got this, y'all. <laughs> uh, Mikan will look over at you and just sort of waves you and just, Good luck. And you. And then departs with the rest of his crewmates to his own, uh, to the other simulation chamber, and you head to yours. Cool. Um, each of the simulation chambers, we've, we've had a brief description of this, uh, because you started your adventure here, but each of the simulation chambers is a broad circular space with a domed ceiling, the stone walls carved with arcane runes that fill the area with a bright light. Each chamber is equipped with a training version of a spelljammer helm and creates complex illusions designed to test your speed, skill, and ability to work in a crisis. Um, Seaf, uh, Seaf accompanies you into your simulation chamber where Mr. Blip the Academy's autonome quartermaster is preparing uh, some of this simulation. Uh, he hurries over when he sees you entering, uh, his eyes shifting to a green colour as he's... Hello! He hello! Uh, well, welcome! Hello, Mr. And he looks at all of you, then focuses on Zach from... Greetings! I do, do do not believe we have been properly introduced. We haven't, indeed. My 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 name is Miss Mr. Blip. I am the quartermaster of the academy. Well, it's lovely to meet you. Uh, and then his eyes shift from this bright green to a bright blue as he hurries over to a table set with all sorts of magical gear and mysterious devices that you don't recognise. Uh, Mr. Blip hands you two pieces of parchment, a map for wild space that shows a route to your destination, and a crude sketch of the logbook that you are supposed to retrieve. Deck holds out each one in a pair of hands. <laughs> Very uh, handy. <laughs> Seaf then directs you to gather around the training helm atop the platform. I'll do that then. Take a seat, my dear. And he gestures for Zek to sit down in the helm. Okay. He steps back from the platform, holds his palms outwards, and begins an incantation. The sigils scrawled along the walls and floor 
glow brightly, intensifying as the training officer weaves their powerful illusion. Good luck, cadets. And don't be afraid. These illusions are realistic, thanks to my arcane prowess. But they are just that. Illusions, as he sort of melts into space. Blue-white lines form around you, etching the shape of a ship deck along around the platform upon which you are standing. The ship then melts away amid an explosion of colour, texture and sound that place you on the deck of a ship that is shaped like a gigantic hammerhead shark. The ship, the ship is situated in the sky dock atop the Spelljammer Academy. Scudding clouds fill the sky above you. Uh, rules for the simulator. The simulation around you affects all of your senses. Everything looks, feels, and sounds real. The illusion is able to create the sense that the characters are in areas whose dimensions are bigger than the room. It's magic. Go with it. Uh... You can't sense that you're in an illusion, nor can you dispel the illusion. Detect magic and dispel magic spells. Don't register or disrupt the magic of the illusion, uh, nor can they be used to find the creatures or objects that it creates. Okay. In the illusion, in the simulation chamber, if you are reduced to zero hit points, you fall unconscious but aren't dying. You remain unconscious until the simulation ends, at which point the character awakens and gains one level of exhaustion from lingering psychic shock. But when the simulation ends, you regain any lost hit points, spell slots, and limited use powers. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Sean. Zek. Yes. Uh, you are... <laughs> Rule 20. No running. Uh, Zek, as a, uh, as a druid, uh, could you make me a wisdom... Uh, a wisdom check? Wisdom. So, wisdom ability wisdom. check. Yes, please. At normal? At normal. I shall attempt. You focus your magical energies into the Spelljammer helm and suddenly the island of Nimbral disappears quickly beneath your ship which passes through the clouds until the spectacular void of wild space comes into view. And you are in space and you are piloting, Zek. Yeah. Uh, tubular. <laughs> uh, at which point I need to double check thing. Bear with me while I check the appendix of the rules. Please hold. Checking the things. Checking the things. Have you ever been killed? Have you ever been mauled by a raptor at work? You might be liable for compensation. <laughs> it might be liable. <laughs> 
You have to pay for this. This, this is for the raptor. This, this is for it. the raptor. This is this is the raptor. <laughs> <laughs> You were in the wrong place, and clearly the raptor is owed some sort yeah. of compensation. You wouldn't download you, a raptor. You went into HR. You know the raptors were in HR. Your first task, shipmates, is to plot a course to your destination and start making your way to where you need to go. You have a map to plot your course. I don't have a handout of that map. You don't need to actually see a thing. It's theatre of the mind. Um, the mind. I need you all to make an ability check. What ability? I I will let you know. You have a choice between two things. Uh, first up, Captain Feor. I need you to. I need you to make either a survival. Or a persuasion check. Is that me? That is you, Feor. Okay. Feora. Feora. <laughs> Captain Feora. Oh god, I just clicked the wrong thing. There we go. Never mind. Everything, everything's fine. Normal roll. Yep. Okay, you start barking orders, and your crew are inspired to listen to you. Do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hoist up the thing, batten down the what's it. You give all of the commands and they listen yeah. and they go, you've not done this before, have you? Um, shipmates, <laughs> uh, shipmates, Gleeblax, Delilah, and Thadark. You get to choose between athletics checks or acrobatics checks. They are both the same for me. I'm going to roll a real dice here. Uh, that is an 11. Tanny. Tanny, are you there? I am here. Good. You're not saying anything or rolling any dice, so I don't know if you're there and you've heard us. I heard you. Gosh darn might. Uh, I think you actually do have an. Have. Oh. I do have an advantage. Advantage. Fabulous. Uh, Gleeblax and Thaydark, you are. You have a little bit of difficulty with this initial task. But Lady Delilah, you are pulling on a, a rigging. I ship things. You do a ship thing. <laughs> you do a ship thing. I have a quick question. Sorry. Yes. Um, how do you know if you have advantage on a skill check? Uh, most likely, I'll be telling you that you do. Okay, fine. Uh, Tanny's athletics checks, and I believe any strength ability checks have advantage because they are a big hippo person. Uh, my athletics is that advantage. Um, okay. Yeah. It, I think that's the only strength um, ability there. So yeah, uh, GIF as as giant hippo people have advantage on athletics. 
Gotcha. I understand. Thank you. Sean. Hello. Hello. Uh, <laughs> Spelljammer Zektar. Uh, can I get either an investigation or a survival check from you? And I would like to point out that you've currently got two successes and two failures. So, so investigation or a survival? Yes. Was that? Let's go survival. Normal. To say that this all hung on a knife edge and that Shan's role was very important to whether you succeeded or failed. I'm going to say that now. It that thing. It was. It was. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. Oh but how did we do, John? How did we do? You. The ship catches fire. <laughs> everything <laughs> bursts into flames. Uh, you nailed it. Yes. You you plot a course, and and between yourself plotting the course, and the captain telling everybody to do the thing, yeah. and at least one of your crew members doing the thing adequately. Yeah, and Ian Fadark playing Uno on the deck. <laughs> <laughs> it's all work. And they're like also here. You manage to successfully complete task number one, which is plotting a course. And you are now underway, and the spell jammer picks up speed. And much like uh, much like warp speed in certain uh, sci-fi TV shows, or also actually possibly the better analogy is the uh, the ship movement in Black Flag where when you are out of combat, you can go to, like, cruising speed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Spelljammers do that. Uh, so you, you have sort of a cruising speed, uh, which, which you are currently at, but then if you get too close to any threats, the ship slows down so that you can deal with them and then get back up to full speed. Okay. Um... And that's just an automatic thing the ship does. You don't even need to do anything for that to happen. Love that. And so your having to think about things. Your ship accelerates to spell jamming speed, racing through wild space towards your destination, which you know where that is because We did goo. You did goo. We successfully plotted a course, you guys. Did someone say goo? <laughs> yep. After about a minute or so, however, the ship returns to normal flying speed, and a school of oh. giant, a school of giant space eels swims oh, past the ship. Eels. Each eels. Each eel zaps <laughs> the deck of the ship, which starts several fires on the deck. Well, hell. Lee Blacks, you're up. <laughs> uh, could I request... Let's start at the other end of the list this time. Uh, Spelljammer Zektar. Yes. Could I get either an arcana or a survival check from you as you navigate through the eels? Survival! Go with a no! 
Cool. Wow, straight through the ear. <laughs> you hit an eel. More than a few times, but... <laughs> it's somehow managed to reverse the ship over it. <laughs> it's, it's a bumpy ride. Uh, shipmates, could I get athletics or acrobatics from you, please? Acrobatics. Parkour. Ba -da -da -da! <laughs> nice. Um, 14 or 14. Take your pick. Uh, I pick 14. I get 19. Uh, Fabulous. Yeah, that's a 12. You get up again. Okay. Once again, Captain, I come to the end of the list, and I've got two successes, and I've got two failures. Ooh. What's it gonna be? So, could I get a survival or a persuasion check from yourself, Captain? Persuasion every time. Uh -oh. <laughs> that was close. That was too off what you needed, unfortunately. We was robbed. You attempt to avoid the worst of the eels, but also hit a lot of eels. <laughs> Basically, it's a, there was an attempt. An attempt start. was made. You tried. <laughs> I, I, took an I took an educated risk, but damn, am I bad at math. <laughs> um, eventually, the flock of space eels disappears into the distance, and you resume... Spell jamming speed. And another yep. minute or so passes. Have we done anything about the fire? There was fire, wasn't there? You you've put the fires out. Like Glee Blacks and, Glee, and Glee Lady Black Delilah have have uh, extinguished <laughs> the flames. And they Black's also here. Lady D grabs they don't yeah. ankle. And <laughs> what the fire? <laughs> <laughs> They don't just like look up as glue black puts up. I was like, "What the hell, dude? It was your turn." There's <laughs> um, Uno cards, disappointedly. Yeah. <laughs> oh. After another minute or so at uh, spell jamming speed, you arrive at your destination. Where you discover that the abandoned ship that you are looking for is at the centre of a cluster of asteroids. Well, but... This is fine. Really? Everything is fine. Uh, it's a good thing that you've got a great spell-jamming ship that can navigate through obstacles. Assuming I can fly it. Or yeah. into obstacles. We'll see how that goes. Zekta, <laughs> Zekta, we're counting on you. Hey, it's my second time of flying one of these things. <laughs> well, it's... Just, just a, a... I, 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 I vote that when we get our own ship, we have like a weird kind of like a cattle scoop on the front of it. <laughs> yeah. Little little sticker on the back yeah, that says, good. I break for no one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some fluffy let's start with the shipmates this time. What? 
What kind of bullshit is this? I don't, I don't know who's giving you the instructions of what to do, but... Uh, it's the reverse Uno card. You should have been ready for this. Shipmates, could I get an athletics or an acrobatics check from you all, please? Acrobatics. I found it. Yeah, that's a six for me. Oh, they dark. Okay. I even switched dice. Well, that's two failures and a success. Let's go, Lady D. <laughs> Lady D is reliable, is what we're learning. Lady, Lady D is killing it. I feel like I feel like people was like hell they, yeah. They get natural cool. advantage. Yeah. Uh, Captain, I'd give you the what? options, but give me a persuasion check. Oh, Ooh, nice. Sean. Well yeah, what am I rolling? Two successes, two failures. We're not good at this. <laughs> we, co we come to you. Are we, are we back on a survival again by any chance? Uh, no, arcana or perception. Oh, hell. Perception. Oh, no. Oh, heck. <laughs> oh, heck. Let's go. Nice. Oh, sweet. That did a full-on, like, pirouette, then, on my screen. That did here, too. <laughs> That's very elegant. Uh, is that enough, John? That That is that is surprisingly enough. Uh, Cap Captain Fiore uh, guides the ship through, and, and Lady Delilah winches things, <laughs> does strong stuff. Does things. There's a game of Uno being played in the corner. Vader <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kind of looks up at Glee Blacks and is like, man, thank God for our crewmates, right? <laughs> Zek, you, you're starting to get used to the weird feeling of the Spelljammer helm that sort of... You feel like your perception is coming from the ship itself. You've never been a ship before. That. It's weird. <laughs> well, if you if you read Zek's backstory, they spent twenty years as a ship. Um. 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 Okay. Have you forgotten, or is your name Sir Um? <laughs> Come on, uh, um. Sergeant Um, thank you very much. Uh, no, that's somebody else. Um, you pass you pass through the asteroid cluster and you reach the wreckage of the flying fish that has been torn apart by the celestial debris. Um, The wreckage itself is surrounded by a cloud of silvery dust particles that make it difficult to see into the wreck. So I would like you all to make me perception checks to see if you spot it. I mean, I think me and Thadark just shouldn't bother. Uh <laughs> I'm going to try. That's uh, an 11. Normal has hecked my. No fair, my my, my dice. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Nope. Holy <laughs> 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 says, like, yeah, nah, fam. Uh, next. Maybe. <laughs> Make another perception yeah. check, please. I'm sure yeah. it's mine. <laughs> that is a bore. Come on. There we go. Oh, ah! That's a nine. Let's go. I'm going to wait for all the other dice to disappear. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> right. Okay. That's better. Much okay. Better. So everybody but me. <laughs> everybody but you and Lady D. Uh, Fiora. If you if you didn't have the minus one, you would have spotted it. It was a sixteen to spot it. Oof, that fucking minus on um, next level of deadly. Fiora, Zek, and Gleeblex. You all look into the um, the remains of the captain's cabin, and you see the logbook just sort of bobbing. It becomes clear at this point. That the um, the gravity plane of the other ship stopped working at some point when it was being torn apart. Um, Nolly. The next and more difficult task is to retrieve the book. I mean, we struggled with the normal task, so... <laughs> so, so this is fine. Uh, are we seeing this from aboard our ship? You are seeing this from aboard your own ship. You're all sort of just looking over the edge, going, There it is! Uh, how are you getting the book? Over there! With great difficulty. <laughs> Um, what's the whole breathing situation? Uh, the... Your spell jammer has a pocket of air around it that you can position such a way that you don't have a problem breathing to get this logbook. Who, who wants to go for a spacewalk, I suppose, is the question, isn't it? But who's... Anyone, anyone feeling, feeling the spacewalk? I'll go! <laughs> Thanks, Lady D. I don't feel very confident right now. What do you mean? Lady it's actually I, fine! Is it I, I can... I, I... Do you want to give it a go, Cleeplex? Do it. <laughs> do, do, it. do we send? Do we send two people? Just the one? What's the thoughts? Uh, maybe we should send two, just in case. And we'll we'll tether them aboard. Yes, good idea. Yeah. Okay, so you're sending Lady D and me. Yep. Spaceman. <laughs> Lady D, Lady D and Goo Man. Who's Goo Man? <laughs> Never mind. Uh, okay, you're tying a rope to them. One of whom yes. is a jelly. That's going to be interesting. Well, he can just <laughs> he can make his own rope. rope in his own head. I'm yeah, he, he can make his own I rope. 
I, I'm wearing clothes. I can be solid. <laughs> <laughs> Your solidity re re defines on you remembering to stay solid. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not going to be floating around going, What's oh, yeah, oh, whoops, I forgot to be sorry. <laughs> uh, a quote of that so that when he does at some point, we uh, can go back Whoops, to I forgot to be solid. Yes. And other sentences I didn't think I would hear today. Oh, you, you should have thought about that, because that's... <laughs> I, should, I should have known what I was in for with the ghoul yeah. man. Um, Indeed, but the, the, same, the same place where... I think I think one quote that I remember is I'd like to put armor on my rhino came up. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um I yeah. Tanny. Yes. Lady Lady Delilah, could you make me an I'm gonna guess an athletics check to leap at the logbook with the rope on. Oh baby. Would you oh, like baby. to know would you like to know the difficulty level of this check? Is that over? It's a 13. So you Yay. did it. Yay. Nice. Let's go, Lady D. Lady you, you leap out from uh, from your spell jammer, your hammerhead. And you leap and you grab the book. And it's not overly graceful. It's it's pure strength. But you've got the book. Well done, Lady D. Yay! I did it! Glee Black, do you want to make a check to see what happens, or...? <laughs> Just chaos. Give it a go. Whoa, jeez. Oh. No, that was almost <laughs> that, that a one on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you leap out and you can grab the book as well. Probably in first. Fact, in, in yeah, in fact, not only that, I'm going to leave it until Lady D thinks she's got it, and then I'm going to extrude a pseudopod that's ten feet long and grab it. So you. Uh... You now have the logbook on board. You retrieve Lady D and Gleeblex. If he left the ship at all, I don't know if he did. We sort of all have to like pull on her tether, like to like bring it <laughs> yeah. down. Like, come on, come on, you can do it. Come on, come on. Come on. Um, <laughs> I'm coming, I'm coming. It's, it's absolutely fine. I just imagine like Lady D kind of trying to swim in like the gravity, like the gravity. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, she does have swimming abilities, so she can definitely do that. Yeah. You now need to leave the asteroid cluster. I'm in fire! No. Just blast our way out. <laughs> uh, Absolutely not. Captain. Yes. Could I get another persuasion check, please? Yeah, persuade me, not. Ooh, Fabulous. Oh, that wasn't enough to start Glee Black. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just becomes the cannonball and fires <laughs> Required a 47 to persuade. <laughs> <laughs> Spelljammer Zektar, could I get a perception check, please? I can attempt. Perception. At normal. 
Oh, that pirouetted the one on my screen. Uh, Lady D, could I get an athletics check from you, please? Hell yeah. One lady, more lady, lady D, your voice changed. <laughs> um, Faye Dark and Gleeblax, do you want to just keep playing Uno or... I would like to contribute. So. <laughs> I well, I mean, maybe. Feel, feel free to make me an athletics or an acrobatics check, but you've successfully... Oh, we've already got it. Yeah. You've, you've we'll got what you need. Playing. We'll just continue playing Uno. Yeah, Uno. Uno. <laughs> All right, let's see. Oh, I actually did say Doug does things! Hey. Oh! Glee oh. Black just plays Uno with himself. Yeah, Glee Black splits himself up into multiple little pieces. Yeah, Glee Black proceeds to just put a pile of cards onto your pile <laughs> so you have more cards. <laughs> As you steer clear of the asteroids, another ship appears. Its sleek frame is painted in the wild shade of pink and is designed to resemble an immense squid. Starlight reflects off the ship's hull, illuminating two turret-mounted ballistas, rotating slowly to face your ship. The attacking ship we might need you. <laughs> is an old but reliable squid ship crewed by Githyanki pirates. Having already set their sights on salvaging the derelict, they don't take too kindly to you jumping their claim. The Githyanki ship immediately moves into attack position, forcing you to... Well, Sean? Oh my god! <laughs> uh... I will now give you a handout. A uh, handout? That's not opening fire, John. <laughs> I, will, I will give you a handout with the uh, details of your ship. Loads handout into cannon. <laughs> you, you all get details of the ship, I just get a picture of the cannon. <laughs> it's like, this is a cannon, this is where you like the fuse, and this is where you put the cannonball. Uh, so you have one ballista and two mangonels, and you can ram stuff. Ramstrap best strat? Ramstrap best strat. Let's go! I, w I will point out that if you ram things, you if you hit and ram something, you take half the damage yourself and also come to a dead stop. Ramstrap best strat, no shit, John! <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> um This 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 combat encounter is gonna work slightly differently than normal combat encounters because you're on a ship. Okay. Um and so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go over to the map so that you can see the map. And hopefully you can see the map. Good god. Ooh. I do not own any token with vision in this day. Oh, I've why? Got no eyeballs. I thought. Oh, wild, wild, I got wild no eyes. <laughs> they took my eyes. My eyes. All players. Observer. Uh, I like how we've just become all of the mouse movements, just like gnats. Okay. I'll make a dick and balls in this. 
<laughs> I mean, you can. We'll just have to watch your castle. Like, I'll go like, around and circle and another ah. circle. Oh. <gasps> you found oh. yourself. Nice. Uh. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? That is not. Oh dear. I think you should see a doctor, my friend. <laughs> Oh dear. This is oh, why we goodness. can't have nice things. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> that was triple. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I'm not going to do that. Drawing the space variety. There we go. We did it on stream this time. These obligatory dick and balls and boundary. I'm just turning off token sight. <laughs> Everybody, wean the map. Wean, wean the map. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, I can see. Okay. Uh, the way this is going to work... Where are you going? Is oh, God, it's huge. I am going to ask... <laughs> we are all five. Sorry. I apparently never... <laughs> going to ask Sean to go to the naughty corner. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to see you make me. <laughs> yeah, I never said he'd be able to successfully do it. But you, can. you have to, to roll for that. I would like, uh, for a start, I'm going to put you all on this map so that I can get your initiatives. There's me! Roll initiative. I'm in space! Uh... Could I get your initiative rolls, please? Uh, um, attempt. You'll have to. Oh, never mind. Found it. That didn't have any roll at all. It still didn't roll. Yeah. I'm doing absolutely pants on that one. Fine. I'll, I'll go on to the. I'll go on to the other thing then. Fine. Jesus. And then, could I get, uh, Sean, could you roll me just a straight d20? Uh, yes. Well, the day, d20. 12. 12. 12. 12. I don't know where you wanted it, but I'll have a 12. Uh, so basically, what that's gonna be is, that's when the ship moves. Oh. Um. Wait, what? Oh, the, the ship gets a turn too. So the ship gets a turn. Uh -huh. You don't move individually because you're on the ship. You can take actions, um, but basically your actions are likely to be things like man one of your weapons. Hoist up the thing. Hoist up the thing. Bring down the what's Slice the Dubri Bergen. Yeah. Uh... So... Okay. Uh, no, that's not that. This one. There we go. Uh, I also should turn off uh, the thing that is making it look at all of the tokens I put on the side. Ah, sorry, I'm just going to move Fiora over here. Oh, hello. Bye! Bye! <laughs> oh, <my God>. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> and we 
not tracking Fiora? Okay, Lady D, you can go somewhere else as well. Oh, rude. <laughs> separate you all out to separate bits of the map. <laughs> Beam me up, Scotty. Ah, it's chasing Glee Blacks. Uh, stream view. Oh, so it is. He's just running around the stream. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It's not tracking him now. Oh. <laughs> You can't, you can't watch him make a dick and balls in space again. Nope, nope. Yep. <laughs> okay, Glee Blacks. Uh, yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> Glee Blacks, your ship has the uh, has a ballista. It has a crew of or requires a crew of three. It requires one action to load it one to aim it, and one to fire. Uh, the mangonels have uh, two actions to load, two actions to aim, one action to fire. What would you like to do, Gleeblacks? I'm going to assume mangonels do more damage. They do do more damage. But they require a longer time. So... I'm going to man Ballista. Okay. So you run over to the uh, Ballista and start loading the uh, bolt into it. Yep. Uh, cool. All while I flip off the other ship. <laughs> With multiple Typical. middle yeah. fingers. I, literally, I, I use my bonus action to create another, like, my pseudopod. And <laughs> And I also you just become a ball of middle fingers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Thaydark. Uh, I'm going to run over to the Ballista with uh, Glee Blacks and start aiming it. Okay. At the other ship, obviously. I assumed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted Direct, to clarify I, because I mean, he, he, he has been playing Uno this entire time. <laughs> uh, okay, it is the ship's turn. On the ship's turn, it can move thirty-five feet. Sean, where would you like it to move? Um, what was the range on our, on our guns? Uh, the ballista has a range of a number... 120 to 480 feet. Okay. Um, I want to move... You said 35? Yes. Uh, I think we go... Here? We can still shoot from that range? Is you can still shoot from there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lady D. Yes. What would you like to do with your turn? The The ballista is loaded and aimed. Yep. Uh, so you could take your action to fire it. 
I'm gonna take my action to fire. Okay. Uh, could you roll me the dice that is required for that? Which is a D, uh, D20 plus 6. That just goes wide. Uh, you fire and it just skirts past the edge of the squid ship. Um, and then it is Fiora's turn. Think I might. Am I able to do blister as well, or yes? On it? I might run over to the blister and try and reload it. You reload the blister. Uh, it is now the squid ship's turn, and they are oh, okay. They're not allowed to turn. I just keep hearing squid ship. <laughs> squid. squid ship. Squid ship. I. Need to double check. I heard it once and I can't unhear it, so I thought I'd share it. Squid ship. Squid. 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 On this turn, they get to fire them. Uh-oh. Both? Sure the only one, that's just rude. I call hacks. Uh, that is a 15 to hit your armor class. And a... Well, uh, I'm going to say that does some damage to their ballista. Hey. Uh, so to their to their own ballista, they blow up their own ballista. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm just going to put that number down. Uh, just going to write that down. And then to you guys, uh, nothing happens. Yay. Yay. The the shot pff, strikes the hammerhead, but it doesn't penetrate into the armor. Snazzy. Uh. So, uh, Zek, on your turn, you need to use your action to... Hey! Tales of Gaming Addiction has raided in. Welcome in, Smitty. How dare they. Smitty and his D&D crew have come to say hello. Hello, hello. <coughs> uh, hello. Zek, on your turn, you need to keep being the spell jammer to keep the ship going. Uh, yeah. Or if you want to do something else... The ship can stop. Uh, no, I'll keep jamming. 
so what I will allow that to mean, because I think it does, and I need to double-check it in the rules at some point, uh, you can use your action to move the Spelljammer ship again. Ooh. Uh, another 35. Another 35. We can just outrun this is the point. <laughs> we, we, we were supposed to get back with no damage, so the easiest way would to be not there. That's fair. Um, but no, I guess we'd be fighting them, right? Your ship, you've noticed, is faster than them. I was going to say, it's just they're only moving like 30 feet, we can move 35. Well, let's... Uh, yeah, I can't move the ship. Let's go 35 this way, because we can still shoot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gleeblacks. Hello. Do you aim the ballista? I aim that mother bird. <laughs> sure, those are words. They are. They dark. I proceed to continue within the Yeah. Ball. I shoot the ballista. Roll me a d20 plus six. So if I do slash r one d20 and then plus six. Yep. That hits. Hey, let's go. Uh, that that does indeed hit, and the damage on a ballista uh, is three d ten. So if you could roll me three d ten. Fourteen. You fire the ballista back and. Similarly, you see it sink into their ship, but it doesn't seem to be slowing them. Okay. Uh, it's the Hammerhead's turn. Are you going to just move 35 towards the edge of the map? Yes. Why not? I realise I probably could have done the movement on that one. <laughs> yes. But, but yes, John's driving now. Uh, Lady Delilah. Or Law. Do you reload the ballista? Are we still trying to attack? Or are we like. Yeah, we can shoot backwards. Uh, yeah, we, we can, can shoot backwards. Got my little con B. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's try and give it a go. So it's a, like you don't roll anything, you just load it. Okay, so that's just. Oh, because um, it takes. It, it, it takes three, yeah, three actions to get it prepared, so it's looping through who gets to do which thing, because there's four of you doing it. Right, 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 right. So, um, I'm... You load. I'm loading. Fiora. I aim. Oh, sorry, Tani. What was I'm that? Just I'm just standing here looking pretty. <laughs> you, you load the ballista, and you... Stand next to it, and you look pretty, and Fiora aims it. I imagine... Uh, I want to move my flipping off towards Lady D. I just imagine uh, Lady D loading it, and then looking over at Fiora, and just giving a big toothy smile, like... 
Mm. Uh, they move up and they aim to fire their ballista. The first one is a... That was nearly a three. Come 23 on. to hit. The second is a 25 to hit. Come on. So that is... No damage. Yay. And... Yay! Damage. One damage. point of damage. Let's go! Let's go! Alright, who's going to get the planks out? Hey, yep. Brad. The paint one! He's like, rep, rep. <laughs> uh, so. Bucket. I need buckets. Emergency bucket, emergency bucket. Uh, Zek. Hello. Hello. Uh, we've still got tons of firing range, so I'm just going to continue to make distance. Well, as, general assumption that you might as well shove them backwards at this point. As as everybody knows, once you hit the edge of the map, you're safe. Well then. Um, to safety! Also, you technically, far. you get far enough ahead of them that they, they just give up. Um, and break off the assault. Smart, smart thinking, chaps. Your ship uh, speeds up back on the return journey. Now that they've broken off, you speed up to spell jamming speed. Plow through a load of eels. But then, too soon, uh, your ship slows again. Marking the unexpected yeah. presence of something else in the vicinity. Oh shit! Dang it! Uh, the splash screen appears. It takes just a moment to spot another hammerhead ship in the distance. The other ship is severely damaged and adrift. Every few seconds, cracks of electricity ripple out from the center of its hull. Dealing further damage to the ship. <laughs> you spot the other crew of cadets on the ship. And it's not difficult to tell. They are in trouble. Thanks to be them. Onward! <laughs> we'll go over. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say, Zach, you're in you're in control of the ship, so I feel like this yeah, is Yeah, we're we're gonna go gonna go attempt to lend a hand. They've not got anyone around them, I assume, attacking them. They've just got stuck or No, they, they appear to just there appears to be a lot of damage to their ship. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You you evacuate their their crew, including Micken who Spots you and is waving for you to uh, come and help. Uh, pick me up first. <laughs> save me. Save me and these guys, I guess. Those guys are going to pick me first. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I say, scratch. No. Oh. Um. As you pick up your fellow cadets. 
If anyone's announced about it, I'm throwing them overboard. Just putting it out there. <laughs> I, I am so tempted because we did load the ballista before. <laughs> As you pick up your fellow cadets, like no. The illusion around you ends in a wave of silvery blue light, and you stand within the simulation chamber where your training exercise began. Magical energy ripples like a turbulent cloud around you, reaching out to touch the rune-scribed walls, then exploding. <laughs> Outwards as bolts of lightning sending Seath, uh, Tarto, and others flying to the ground. Could you all make me dexterity saving throws? Oh, shite. I think what you get for saving people. Uh, dexterity. Uh, yes, please. About a natural it. 20, baby. I'm waiting for all the other dice to disappear because I'm not having them affecting my roll. <laughs> Mike. Oh. Hey. Hey. Okay. We you shit, but we can save ourselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you all succeed. We just do some like some sort of hero landing. And you take uh, half of that. So ten. Uh, ten. Uh, so ten points of damage. Oof. By uh, half. As uh Oh god, I've just seen what uh Lady Delilah's name does to the thing on the combat yeah. tracker. What happened? <laughs> yeah, I got I'll I'll show you later because it's a thing on one of the bits of the streaming stuff that I don't share on the uh <laughs> on the stream, but it's it's interesting Beautiful. looking. Uh Fiora especially is lifted off her feet uh, and and collapses to the ground very wounded. Um, both Seath and Tato lay on the ground, smoke rising off of them. Well, they're dead. <laughs> Um, and you notice that despite having evacuated them because it was just a simulation the other crew aren't here with you So what would you like to do at this point? Um Bidark just kind of stands up, brushes himself off, looks around, like this is all still very disorienting to him, like the whole simulation space thing, and he just kinda gathers himself for a second. I'm I'm going to go over to Tato and whatever the hell his name is. Say <laughs> And check that they're breathing? I'm good. They're smoldering, which isn't a good sign. They are breathing. Uh, they, they are badly wounded. They have, they took the brunt of it. Um, I'm, I'm going to go over and uh, I'm going to 
cure wounds on one of them. Okay. Which one looks worse? Which one's more crispy? Uh, <laughs> Who's more well done? Probably Sayoth. Um, Whichever one looks worse, I'm going to give them a cure wounds. And then we'll probably proceed to give the other one anyway, but you know. Shall I roll that? Do you want to know how much um, I do, or we just do it? No, we can, we can accept that you just do it and it's an amount. Okay. Um, Adark's going to remember at that moment that he also has cure wounds and go do the other one. Nice. I'm fine, thanks. <laughs> you're not as crispy. Oh, you're here. Oh, you're still alive. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I wasn't right um, now. Lady Delighted will actually go straight to Fiora and just like gently pick her up. And now they can play. <laughs> oh, okay, this, is, this is what you're my favorite lady do. <laughs> oh, that's, that's so sweet of you. I will destroy you all. No. <laughs> this is why you have no friends. Okay. My parents will hear about this. We need to get a bit better at not all talking at the same time, please. Never. Uh, so, uh, Lady D with uh, Fiora in hand. Uh, Thedark and uh, Zek healing the teachers. Uh, what what are you up to, Glee Black? So you just sort of watching the scenario. Proceeds to cast to inflict wounds on Fiora. No. <laughs> Rude. Uh, I'm I'm going to be going to the, the as the. Is the door to the simulator open, or is it closed, or...? It will open if you go to it. I go, I go to the door and, and peek out to see if something horrible has occurred outside of the simulator, or...? Um, you see that uh, Mikan and he, the, the other cadets uh, sort of have gathered at the entrance to their... Um, simulation chamber and two of the cadets are sort of very actively chatting with Mikan in sort of clearly a way that they're, they're newly friends learning who this person is and, and you can sort of ascertain that something he's just done has saved them uh, and they suddenly wish to get to know this guy. I am going while, while they tend, while, while that lot tend to the wounded and dying. Uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to approach Mikan and co. And okay. Inquire. What the hell was that? Uh, Mikan looks around and... I don't know. Uh, that shouldn't be possible. The the illusion chambers... Uh, the, the simulation chambers, they're not supposed to be able to... really harm people. We've got 
both constructors like injured in hours. Something was very wrong. No shit, <laughs> I don't know who Sherlock is. Neither do I. Just a name that appeared in my head. <laughs> That's weird. It seems to fit, though, doesn't it? It's like it belongs there. It does have a nice uh, alliterative property, yeah. Yes. <laughs> have you... Uh, have you been able to have a look at your chamber, see if anything's wrong in there? No! I return to my chamber and see if anything's wrong in there. <laughs> uh, make me an investigation. Literally, literally, not even like saying, I'll be right back. I'm just literally, no! Turn around, walk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he will follow you. Um, could I get an investigation or a perception check from yourself, please? Uh Gleeblacks. Uh, I will attempt perception. I'm not good with the perceiving. You spot uh, one that Tanny's just got back with this lame T-shirt they have. That's a lame T-shirt. <laughs> I hate it. It's like a red point on a satin. I have no idea why. You notice an odd-shaped metallic plate has been jammed into the wall. That doesn't look right. What doesn't look right? There's a plate in the wall. Huh. Interesting. Hippo woman, pull her out! My name is Lady Delilah! Well, no one uses my name, see, Hippo woman! Jeez! Okay, I'm coming, I'm coming. So, goes to where Glee Black's is and is like, okay, what do you want me to do? There's a plate in the wall. I want it. Are you sure? <laughs> Fine. And she attempts to try and grab the thing out of the wall. You... I'm carrying Fiora at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> She's going to use Fiora oh. <laughs> to rip it out of the wall. You pull the plate out of the wall, yeah, and it bears a jagged sigil carved into this plate. Right. Uh, recognize, or is it a sigil that means that some people might be able to roll to recognize? You don't recognize it. Um, Micken looks at it and just sort of, one second, runs off and then comes back a few minutes later with another matching sigil. This was in the rule, this was in the wall of the other simulation chamber. It's the same, look. Huh. Curiouser and curiouser. Concerning. Thedark sees all of this going down. He's like, y'all, I think somebody sabotaged our training session. Now, why would they do that for? Osentado sort of pushes themselves, pushes herself up, looks at, can I see?
shows the disc. <laughs> she chomps down on a cigar, points to it, looks at points to the disc, not the cigar. That would be. <laughs> Look at this, isn't it cool? <laughs> See? <laughs> she looks to Seath. Uh, that looked familiar to you. Seath's eyes scan the object coldly. Vokath. I should have suspected. It appears the McCain's grudge against Mert has become a vendetta. The old wolf must be told. For that. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll uh, we'll deal with it. Good, because the last time we saw him, we went to fight a lot of shit. Um, congratulations! That's the end of this adventure. Yay! Woo! Woo! Uh, the end of this campaign. Now, <laughs> <laughs> nope that's that's not the end of this campaign. There's still two more adventures. Uh, but you did, one, successfully complete the exercise and score a full points on it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, which means you are each awarded 100 gold. Um, you also level up. Yay! Again. Uh, level three now. Um, it's a little bit... It, it's a little early to finish the stream, so do we want to quickly level people up now? Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm secret. I have an idea, but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> okay. Lady D, uh, Gleeblacks, feel free to level yourselves up, because well, I know you guys can do that. Well, it's more likely I, I need um, an interesting secret I want to do with you. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do a secret, Lady uh, D. Are you, are you prepared for your <laughs> secret, John? Oh, my. my. Oh, that came out. But speaking of. Uh, okay. Okay. Okay, it's loading up now. Okay. Oh, I do want to go okay. to, um, oh, where is it? Um, they go, you can get some stuff with your credit. Uh, the shop. Yeah, I do want to go to the shop and grab um, a nice piece of armor for um, Lady D's Paracastle at the Okay, we can look into that. Um, Fiora. Yes. At level three for you, could I get uh, two... Roll me 2d8 and give me the highest number. Okie dokie. Um, should I do that in Foundry? Or? Yeah, you can do that in Foundry. Alright, so 2d8. Sorry, I've got an 8. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> uh, I believe that was Sean rolled the maximum for his hit points. Okay. <laughs> the, other one, the other one was 6. That oh, for God's five. sake. I have no luck with this. Uh, so that uh, is 4. four. I have no luck with the hit point rolls. You're up to 15 hit points. Yay. Uh, you also get to pick your roguish archetype. Ooh. Which I believe we were looking at the mastermind. I might need to remind myself of 
Uh, was it the Inquisitive? So the Inquisitive gets you ear for deceit and eye for detail. Okay. Um, and insightful fighting. Okay. Uh, so ear for deceit means that you have a talent for picking out when someone is lying to you. Whenever you make an insight check to determine if a creature is lying to you, anything lower than a 7 on the d20 is treated as an 8. Okay. Uh, That's nice. You also have eye for detail, which means you can use a bonus action to make a perception check to spot hidden creatures or objects, or to make an investigation check to uncover or decipher clues. Uh, and then with insightful fighting, you can make an insight check contested by your opponent's deception check. If you succeed, you can use your sneak attack against that target, regardless of whether you have uh, advantage on the attack roll or not. Um, or what were what were we looking at for for lady for for Lady Fiora? Mastermind would get you Master of Intrigue. I think this might have been it because this is the one that allows you to mimic people. Yeah, may well be. Uh, so this gets you the ability to help other people as a bonus action. Um, and you can help someone even if you are 30 feet away from them. Gosh. You, you can yell assistance really at people. Oi. Do better! Stab him! Stab him! Stab him there! It also lets you... Uh, you gain proficiency with the disguise kit, the forgery kit, a gaming kit of your choice, and two languages... Additionally, you can now unerringly mimic the speech pattern and accent of a creature that you have heard speak for at least a minute, allowing you to pass yourself off as a native speaker of a particular land, provided you know the language they are speaking. Uh, so is, do we want to go with Mastermind? Yeah, I think that's more in line with her sort of direction. Uh, would you like to pick a dice set, a playing card set, or a three dragon ante set to be your proficient? What uh, is three dragon ante? It's like a card game. Okay. Poker esque. Okay. I believe. It, I think that's what it, that's what it usually implies. Yeah, it, it's sort of okay. an in world game. In world poker. In world right, poker. I'll, I'll take that, I think. Uh, and then. I'm not going to make you pick two languages at the moment. We'll come back to the language later. Yeah. Because uh, cause we will. Yep. Thay Dark. Yeah. Uh, could you roll me 2d10 and tell me what the highest number is? Uh, that's an 8. Jammy. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8... Uh, that brings you to 31 hit points. Yeah! Jesus, 
Nice. <laughs> Y'all thought Lady D was the tank. <laughs> uh, so at this level, you one get primeval awareness. Okay. You can use an action and expend a ranger spell slot <laughs> to focus your awareness into the region around you. For one minute per level of spell slot you expend, you can sense whether the following types of creature are within one mile of you. Aberrations, Celestials, Dragons, Elementals, Fey, Fiend, Fiend or Undead. It doesn't reveal their location or number, just lets you know that there is at least one of them within a mile of you. Okay. Um, and you can also pick your ranger archetype. Uh, so whereas we had the, the mastermind, which is the roguish archetype, we are now picking your particular flavor of ranger. Is this something you have something in mind for? Uh, not at the moment, no. Uh, I see those. They'll be in the uh, carrot. If you go on D and D Beyond mm -hmm. and go to Game Rules Ranger. Game Rules Ranger. Okay. Uh, so your options are Beastmaster, which means you get a pet. Ooh. Like uh, probably don't want Fey Wanderer because that's to do with a different thing and you're not likely to use a lot of the skills from that. Sure. Uh, Gloomstalker sort of means that you become proficient at dealing with things in the dark. Uh, Horizon okay. Walker is all about uh, hunting things from a distance uh, and sort of wandering, detecting portals and traveling to different planes. Hunter is you're good good at hunting a specific type of enemy, whether that's a colossus slayer, giant killer, or horde breaker. So whether you're good at dealing with one big thing or a lot of little things. Right. Um, then there is also the Swarm Keeper that is basically instead of one big animal, you've bonded with a swarm of skittering insects. Okay. Mm. I'll... What I'll do is I'll give you a minute to look through it and yeah. I'll go and level Zek up. Sounds good. And then we'll come back to you. Uh, Zek. Yellow. Yellow. Uh, could you roll me 2d8 and tell me the highest number you roll? 2d8. That'd I be, got an eight and a three. That that'd be an eight, wouldn't it? Yeah. It would. That's how maths work and numbers and stuff. Uh, I don't believe that. Uh, that brings you to twenty nine hit points. Oh yeah. Um. You uh, you don't gain a new power at this level. You gain new spells. No, I did all the fun stuff previously. 
This is true. But I believe that the the fact that you didn't gain a new ability at this level, a new a new power, means that uh, if I go to the spells, you now have second level spells. Uh, so your second level spells. Um, How many can I have prepared? You've got another spell that you can prepare. Okay. Um, you currently have, uh, from, uh, from being a druid that you are, you have blindness, deafness, which allows you to either blind or deafen a foe. Fun. And gentle repose. Uh, which protects the target of the spell. The target of the spell is a corpse, and it right. protects it from decay. Oh. Uh, and that creature cannot become undead while under the effects of gentle repose. Intriguing. Okay. The spell effectively extends the time limit on raising the target from the dead, since days under the influence of this spell don't count towards the time limit of spells such as Raise Dead. Right. Okay. Intriguing. Um, oh, and I now get an extra first level spell slot. So I can do four first level things. You've got four first level and two second level. <clears throat> Fun. Uh... Are there any second level spells that look particularly interesting to you? Um, 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 um. And don't forget, you can unprepare your first levels and take a second level. Uh, okay. Um... Do I have dark vision? Uh, you do... I can never remember where to find it on D&D Beyond. You do. Okay. Uh... I'm half tempted by hold person. Okay. Um... Possibly... Lesser Restoration? So Lesser Restoration allows you to stop... Uh... Blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. Although I can ritual cast. Oh no, I can ritual cast like locate animal and stuff. So, uh, ooh, summon beast. Do I get a friend? Yes. Uh, it's it's technically a bestial spirit rather than a specific animal. Uh, so, an animal of your choice, which determines certain traits in the stat block. The creature disappears when it drops to zero hit points. The spell ends. The creature is an ally to you and your companions in combat. Shares your initiative count and takes a turn immediately after yours. Obeys verbal commands. If you don't issue any, it takes a dodge action. Uh, yeah, let's let's have one of those, please. That sounds fun. One summon beast. Yes, please. You oh. Okie doke. Yeah, and a side of fries. 
<laughs> One seven B stand aside of fries. Excellent. Uh, I got a quick question. Yep. So if I go with Beastmaster, it says you can use your action to verbally command it to take the uh, dash, uh, the attack dash disengage or help action. If you don't issue a command, the beast takes the dodge action. Does this mean that my attack, I can either choose to use my weapon or the beast? Uh, or how does that work? Let me have a quick look. Beast obeys your commands as best it can. It takes its turn on your initiative. On your turn, you can verbally command the beast. Where to move, you can use an act. So yeah, basically, you can use your action to tell it to attack. Okay, but it won't attack on its own. It won't attack on its own if you don't tell it to attack. Okay, that's what I needed to know. Um, but you can you can move it around. You can move it around, yeah. no problem. Right. Um, but if you don't tell it to attack, dash, disengage, or help, it will just stand still and attempt to defend itself. Gotcha. Uh, once you level up a little bit further, you get an, a feature called Extra Attack, which allows you to make multiple attacks in a single action. When you right. get that, you are able to make uh, make one weapon attack yourself and command your beast to attack uh, as a gotcha. second attack. As uh, a second action. Got it. But you, it, it's either you attack twice or you attack once and it attacks once. But for the moment, because you've got only one attack, you need to use your whole action to tell it to attack, dash, disengage, or help someone else. Gotcha. No worries. Um, Are you thinking I, Beastmaster? I was thinking either Beastmaster or Swarmkeeper. Okay. Um, I'm still deciding. I just needed to get that clarification. So, he's either going to have a pet, or he's going to be covered in pee! He's either going to have, <laughs> he's either going to have a pet, or a lot of pets. <laughs> uh, well, now that I've leveled those characters up, uh, and I'll talk to Lady Delilah between times, and I'll hear back from uh, Thaydark as well. Uh, Actually, I got one more question, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Um, under Swarmkeeper, yes. Uh, and it says third level Swarmkeeper feature. Does that mean third level, like I am third level? You are third level. Okay, so if I go Swarmkeeper, I'll learn the Mage Hand cantrip, right? Yes. Okay, I you think that's the way I'm going to go. Okay, so as a swarm keeper, I'll just read to uh, read to everybody what you get. Uh, you get a swarm of intangible nature spirits. What do they look like? Bees. Bees. No. Not the bees. Uh, I gotta roll a d4. To you can right. you can decide what they look like. You can pick what they look like yourself, or you can pick from that list. Or you can roll it. It's up to you. It, what what do they look like? What what's Thaydark's swarm? I think. Hmm. 
Thedark Swarm would probably honestly be insects, given how much time he's he's spent out in the woods uh, before coming to Spelljammer Academy. So I imagine he would kind of want to like re regain that kind of familiarity and okay memory of where he came from. So I think it would just be a swarm of insects. Uh, so once on each of your turns, you can summon this swarm to assist you in one of the following ways immediately after you hit a creature with an attack. So you attack, hit something, you can either cause it to take a d6 of piercing damage from the swarm stinging it, biting it. Uh, The attack's target is potentially pushed 15 feet away from you, or you are moved 5 feet in a direction of your choosing by the swarm. Got it. Uh, also, you learn the following spells. You know Mage Hand. When you cast Ooh. Mage Hand, it is your bugs taking the shape of a hand. Love it. You've seen it in cartoons. That thing that happens where the, the bees form a hand and then grab a thing. You do that now. Nice. Uh... You also learn Fairy Fire that allows you to highlight uh, creatures uh, and make sure that you your friends can see them and make sure they can't go invisible. That's nice. Uh, That's which, which is very helpful. Yeah. Uh, we will look at what other spells you pick up uh, again. Actually, no, let's do that now real quick, because I think we can do that now real quick. Because uh, I don't know how what spells... Uh, you get one, one additional spell. You, have a f- you only have first level spells. Uh, so okay. you can pick up any of the first level spells you don't already know. Okay, so first level spells... Okay, yeah, I got it. I got it here. Alright. Let's see... Um... Let's do mm, it's ah, I'm between snare and long strider. Uh let's see. Target speed increases by ten feet until the spell ends. Yeah, Longstrider really helps your mobility. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with Longstrider. Especially because, you know, Thedark is more of a ranged person, so that might help me to get out of the... Get out of melee and into into range. Yeah. So let's go Longstrider. Okay. And so that's, that's leveling up done for almost all of you, and there are secret things that are going to happen to one of the... Love secrets. Um, 
But we will be back in two weeks' time with another Spelljammer Academy. Uh, next time's yeah. adventure is titled Realm Space Sortie. Thanks for listening, Meat Sacks. Please consider leaving us a review. It really helps us and might bring more listeners to our adventures. We also have a Discord if you want to come in and say hi. And we do a lot of other game streams that don't work in audio-only format. Head to www.finalbossfight.co.uk for all the details. Now be sure to come back or I'll hunt you down like the dogs you are.